You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, you're missing out on other helpful tips that I may or may not talk about here on the podcast. So go check that out. You can always go to the show notes and you can see all of my links to all of my other socials. And I know that some of you have found me from those places. So you you know what's going on. But some of you also just find the podcast and don't realize that I have a lot more that can help you if this is not the end all be all. Some people like those quick tips and those shorts. So check me out over there and hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a a good week. Summer's around the corner. I'm excited because not only is it going to be warm, but we get to really implement more of the advice here at Trip Advice. Now, I do have guys who utilize the advice from all over the world, so it always depends on where you're located, but we do have a a big audience from the west, so to speak, or above the equator, the northern hemisphere. And in the United States and Canada and in Europe. And and now that it's getting warm out, there should be no excuses to go out there, talk to women. There should be no excuses to really put yourself in a position where you could be meeting more women, which brings us to today's episode. Why I choose dating many women over one at a time, which I know can be difficult for many guys, but we're going to dive into that today. Now, for those of you guys who you know, do struggle year round, so whether it's winter, whether it's summer, and you're trying to even get one person to date, let alone many women to date, we do have coaching available. And our coaches on staff have been able to really get guys to the point in their dating lives where it doesn't have to become the main focus. I would imagine, and, you know, this is from my own experience, but also talking to thousands of guys over the years, that your dating life isn't the thing that you always want to be working on. You have other things in your life. You have your career and your work and your hobbies and your friends. And it's not something that, you know, you want to give 100% attention to. And I understand that. That's why we have coaching. So that you can join a program, fix what needs to be fixed, and then you can move on to other things. Now, I do have guys who still listen to this podcast who have fixed many things. They've become more confident. They're getting lots of dates. They're having the kinds of sex that they want to have. They're meeting lots of women and getting girlfriends, getting married, and you still listen to the podcast because overall, it's also a men's personal development podcast. We just focus more on dating, but we are helping you become a better person. And also, if you're still listening, even though you have a girlfriend, that's good too. Because why? Well, because it doesn't just stop once you have a girlfriend. You have to keep on seducing Keep on dating. Keep on doing all the things that I teach you now so it doesn't really end. But I get that you don't always want to be putting 100% effort into it. 
Coaching will help you get there faster. If you're a person that likes to save time, if you're a person that likes to be more efficient, really consider hopping on a call with my team, which we are now available to you most hours of the day and every day of the week to chat with you on a free call to see if coaching is a good fit. All you have to do is go to tripadvicecoaching.com, link in the show notes where you can learn more about that. And then we can get you to the point where you're dating multiple women at a time. But why are we doing this? Why do I choose this and teaching guys this instead of just doing it one at a time? I'll tell you a quick story. I remember about, let's see, 2012. So I'd say maybe 12 years or 10 years ago, 11 years ago. One of my friends, he was a great guy, really funny dude, super talented musician, but also, you know, just a good guy all around. And I was just getting into trip advice and I gave, he was like one of the first people I really said, Hey man, I see that you're dating one girl at a time. Why don't you try to date multiple at a time? And he said, well, it's just not really who I am. Just not my style. I said, okay, well, don't you care about, you know, trying to meet a great partner? Isn't that what you're trying to do? He said, yeah. So I figure one at a time just works for me. And listen, he wasn't a client. He was a friend. He seemed to be kind of set in his ways. So we didn't have too much of an argument over it. But I'll never forget that because I always thought it was a very big mistake. And now don't get me wrong. He ended up finding a great girl who he is together with. I believe they have a kid, you know, living the American dream. So he got what he was looking for. And I do believe that many men can do that. You can date one woman at a time and find what you're looking for. I also, and this is, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast and either way, I want to be as brutally honest as possible. I think that if he was dating more than one woman at a time, I think he would have found potentially a better partner. I know that sounds crazy. Trip, how could you say that? He got married. He got married, has a kid, seems happy. And hey, I bet you he is happy. But in some ways, this is still a form of settling because I don't really believe deep down that you end up really finding the best match for you if you're doing it one at a time. Can you find a good match? Yes. Can you find a great match? No. I don't think so. It just, I mean, you'd be lucky to. You would be lucky to. And so this is, this episode is is really all about that of why I'm encouraging you to do that so you can find a great match. But it gets dangerous because, of course, if you, you know, go out there and you can keep on saying, well, this one's good, 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 but not great. You know, you can go on forever. That's not the point. We don't want to do that either. So we don't want to go to one end and to the extreme where we're picking someone and settling. 
right? So going one at a time is going to probably end you in settled territory because it might take you a long time. Or you end up on the other end of the spectrum where you never pick, you never choose. Well, that's not good either. So that's why we do have the non-negotiables in place. So your three non-negotiables, you have to set those out so you know what you're looking for in a woman or else how do you go about dating, right? The whole point of dating multiple women at a time isn't so you can just do that. I mean, you, you can if you're having fun. If you're just dating and having casual relationships, that's different. But if you're looking to have a relationship, there has to be criteria involved. It's not smart to just you know, keep dating and dating and dating and trying to get the perfect woman because that doesn't exist either, my friend. No, sorry, it does not. So you need to have the criteria of the three non-negotiables. What are the three things that you're looking for? By the way, we help you figure that out in coaching as well. You can do it alone. I do teach it in my hooked course. If you're wanting to learn this instead of doing coaching, you want to try to do it by yourself and take a course, that is a great option as well. You can check out the course at getterhook.com. I talk about the three non-negotiables and how to pick. And so once you have that criteria, then it makes sense while you're dating multiple women at a time. Okay, so it's really about finding the right person, but still why? Why are we dating many women at a time? Well, let's go into it. I have a few things and reasons to explain in no specific order. So one, one reason is you will become needier if you're dating one woman at a time. That is a fact, by the way. This is not opinion. This is a fact. It will happen. And it's very hard to control yourself your willpower with, with neediness, your, your, I'll tell you, man, 90% of the time, willpower won't work. You will just crumble. Meaning, if you're dating one woman at a time, you will end up being needy. You will text her too much. You'll try to see her too much. You'll treat her a little bit differently. You'll end up putting her on a pedestal without even trying. Well, how could you not? She's the only woman that you have. And so you just, for whatever reason, right? You're, you're choosing not to date other women. You really like her. You are going to be needy and that will end up preventing you from keeping the relationship around. Neediness kills attraction. And you're going to be really annoyed by it. No one likes to be in a needy phase. It's uncomfortable. It's anxious. And that can happen when you are just, you know, trying to, quote, get that one girl. It will put you in chase mode. It will put you in nice guy territory. It will also, to connect this all together, it will ruin your non-negotiables. If you're not dating more than women, more than one woman at a time, and you end up just really liking a girl, but you have no one else there, you might be a little bit loose with what you're looking for. So then you actually might end up with a woman who's a bad fit. So we don't want that. Okay? We don't want that because that's the opposite. And guys, let me tell you, 
Here's the reality is if you pick the wrong woman, it can destroy your life. You might ask, well, why even go about doing this anyways? Well, because it can also create an amazing life for you. So you have to understand the risks that are there, but you will significantly, significantly lower any kind of risk of having a bad relationship if you do this correctly, which is, again, why I'm telling you to do this more than one woman at a time. Now, I have a bunch of other reasons why, but let me get into a little bit of the technicals of this. I think this is really important because a lot of guys get it confused. And whenever I post this stuff, I mentioned earlier, I'm on you know, Instagram, TikTok, things like that. And I, I mentioned that you should be dating more than, woman at one, more than one woman at a time. They think it's like cheating. So let's get clear on what this means. This doesn't mean you're cheating. This is not about getting into multiple monogamous relationships at a time. This is about going through the courtship process with many women because you don't know when they're going to fall off. You don't know what's going to happen there. You don't know if you're dating one woman and on date four, she just ghosts you. I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. Then you start all over again, right? So what we're going to do is if you really want to have some sort of constraints around this, think about it this way. Once you get to date eight to 10 with the woman, I would say that's significant amount of time spent with the woman, generally speaking, where you can start to reduce first dates with other women. But there is nothing wrong with having three first dates lined up in a matter of seven days or two weeks. And if you're on date, let's say you're dating three women at a time. Woman A, you're on date three with. Woman B, you're on date five with. Woman C, well, she's got a first date coming up. Because what's going to happen is you don't always get to date two and three. Every single time you do a next date, it gets exponentially less. So meaning you're going to have a lot of first dates in your life. You're going to have less second dates, less third dates. So let me rephrase that. It's going to be, yeah, I think I said it correctly. You're going to have exponentially less people on two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dates and on. Like if I had to count how many 10th dates I've had with women, I mean, geez, 10th dates. I I imagine the number might be around, could be less than 10 easily. But if I tell you, told you how many first dates I've had, well, I mean, exponential, right? We're 10X something like that. So that's what happens is you're not going to necessarily get to dates two, three, four, five, six. So it's okay to be juggling a little bit. Okay, you're dating one woman. Okay, maybe that moves to date two. Maybe she goes to where you don't like her anymore. And so it never goes to date two, but you got another woman who's at date four. It's almost like a race. I hate to say it this way, but it's like this horse race. Although we're not literally racing, but it's just to see, okay, who's going to, you know, who's staying in, in the game? Who's still there? Who's still going to the finish line? Some will make it, some won't. 
And then all of a sudden you're, you got a girl on date two and a girl on date four and a girl on date seven. And all of a sudden in one month, they all end. And now you're back to zero. This is more likely to happen now than it was 20 years plus ago. Because now it's harder. More people are meeting. There's more advice out there on how to meet women and how to have a a dating life that can help you meet more people. So a lot of people are meeting, but also there's a lot of people who aren't meeting. It's like this combination of both. It's like hard to get a date, but also you can date a lot of women. You have a lot of options. Women have so many options. So you don't know when it's just going to be done. Or maybe because you understand what to look for in non-negotiables and you understand red flags, you might get to date three or four with a woman and decide, ooh, red flag came up. This woman is not emotionally stable. She doesn't seem to have her life together. I thought she did, but it turns out she doesn't. So we have to move on to someone else. So that's some of the logistical parts of it, which leads me into one of the big reasons why I think you should be dating many women is because you don't want to waste time. Who wants to waste time here? No one. No one likes to waste time. And it can be a big waste of time. Do you understand that if you're going on a, on a fifth date or a sixth date with a woman, that could be like two months easily. Now, of course, it could be less. You could do five to six dates in three weeks, in four weeks. Maybe. It depends. It's all different. But that's my point is it can take several months. So imagine if you're on date five or six with a woman, one of you decides not to see the other one again. So it ends. Well, great. You got a first date lined up tomorrow with someone else. So another reason here is why it's so important with whether you're wasting your time or not, just because you're you're not necessarily going to find her so fast. Now that women have more options than ever before, she has the potential to reject you. And because you know what you're looking for with non-negotiables and red flags, you have more potential to reject her. So you're going to have to really grind it out. I know it doesn't sound fun, but or maybe to some of you it does, but either way, if it feels like this is a freaking grind trip, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You win something at the end, okay? You win a great relationship. The work doesn't go for nothing. It's not like you're doing all this dating, all this work for no payoff. There's a big payoff. You find a great woman. And if that's what you're looking for, This is the real way to date that no one's teaching you. Your parents aren't teaching you. Your schools and class is not teaching you this. And it's sad because they should. You know, society definitely doesn't like this. And let me tell you right now, we've learned society is not always right. You know, just because they say, well, that's that's wrong, that's immoral, that's cheating. No, it's not. Okay, you're going to get a lot of different opinions on this. And I know mine's an opinion too, but there is fact in what I'm saying here is you have a better chance of meeting someone. 
And I want to look at those facts and I want to look at the logic. Yeah, I get it. It can be hard. can be hard to be dating multiple women at once. Emotionally, you can get attached and it's just really tough. But until you have a monogamous conversation with the woman, it's not cheating at all. And other women are doing it. They're absolutely doing it. You know why they're doing it? Because it's available. I know plenty of women who are doing this. And it's not like an argument of like women are doing it, so you should do it. I'm just telling you the reality. Like if you think that women aren't doing it, and this is just some sort of like player move, no. Women are probably doing it more than men. Actually, I can almost guarantee they are because they can go on dates a lot easier than men can. Men are a little bit more at a, at a default scarce place because we aren't the ones who are necessarily pursuing. Woman starts a dating app, she gets a lot of guys coming after her. Even if she's not that great looking, she has a lot of men interested in her. And listen, I don't blame her either. I don't give women advice in this arena. I only work with men. But if I were to give a woman advice, I would say she should do the same thing. It's just the best opportunity to meet the best mate. Now, let's talk about the emotional side of things, because I know that's the big argument, too, of why it's not, it doesn't seem like it would actually work or why it's really hard. Because, you know, you go on date three and you sort of have tunnel vision for that one woman. And I get it. I get it. I've been there, too. You know, I'm, I'm, what I'm about to say, I'm, I'm saying it jokingly, but you kind of fall in love, right? Obviously, it's not real love. But that's the whole thing is you start to feel like, oh my God, I really like this girl. I hope we get a fourth date, fifth date. You want to see her again. You're connecting with her. Guys, what's happening here is just human nature. You're getting emotionally attached to her in dates one to 10 because your body is craving having sex with her and raising and having a kid and raising a family. But that is as primal as that is, that doesn't mean it's going to be the best way and make and help you make the best decision to meet a quality woman. So yeah, I believe that in this sense nature is doing you wrong. I can't tell you how many times I've been, you know, in love with a girl and you just meet her or We'll say your infatuation's through the roof. You really like her. You super like her. Only to find out what? Oh, she's not really the woman you thought she was. She's not a good fit. And it was just infatuation and a a light that, you know, was too bright and then finally burnt out. Which there have been studies on that as well as a lot of relationships, by the way, that start really intense and heavy and intense sexual attraction, a lot of those tend to burn out. It's in a book called The Happiness Hypothesis. Point being here is that you are going to be emotionally invested in a woman as every date continues. But you have to do your best to not avoid it. You can't avoid it, but deal with it. Because you're kidding yourself if you're getting too emotionally attached. You don't know the person. 
it's infatuation, it's sexual attraction, and it's creating what you do. What you do here's what happens: you end up filling in the blank. So before you go on a date with a woman, imagine you have a a pie chart. Okay, you know a little bit about her from the approach, or a little bit about her from online dating. You kind of know what she looks like. You know what she's into. You know if she's maybe what she does for work or TV shows she likes. Okay. So before you go on that first date, let's say you're about 20% filled up on that pie chart. And once you get to 100%, let's imagine that means that this woman is the one for you. So you go on date one and you start to fill it in a little bit and a little bit. But what happens is you mentally start to fill in that pie chart. You start to get that pie chart closer to 100% before you really actually know her. You start to fill in the blanks, like assuming that she's a certain way because you met her and you know that, oh, she was really sweet to you and she's probably gonna be a good mom one day and I don't know, she probably has a good relationship with her family or this or that. Or You just start assuming things, basically. So you start painting this picture and filling out this pie chart of thinking you know who she is and if she's a good fit for you. We do this. Men do this, women do this. We can't help it. I believe that we're doing this because of how attracted we are to them and how much, how good it feels. It's it's a drug, guys. If you don't know it yet, get ready. It is a drug. The way that you feel about a woman when you're attracted to her, I mean, it's one of the best feelings in the world. And if she likes you back and she starts texting you and she gets physical with you, you guys have sex. I mean, geez, your your brain is just spitting out dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin at crazy levels because that's what evolution wants. It wants you to procreate. It wants you to have sex. It wants you to have kids. That's how life is designed. But that doesn't mean that she's the one for you. Not yet which comes back to my initial thoughts here of why you got to work through that to be dating more than one person at a time. Just because it's hard, it doesn't mean you should avoid it. And to be honest, what I said earlier to come back to this point is it's the only logical choice. The way I see it, It's the only logical choice if you're looking for the best partner. Because even if you're a person who says, oh, well, I do one at a time. I get attached. I I don't want to be that way with women. It seems wrong, whatever it is. You know, that's not logic. There's nothing, I don't see anything. No one's ever said any, any kind of logic to that. Because there's a goal in mind. What's the goal? To find a partner. So when there's a goal, there should be logic. Because that's what's going to help you what? Achieve your goal. That's the whole point. So you're really making it harder on yourself if you're not looking at this in the logical way. And I bet that any guy who says, well, I get attached too easily. And I said, you know, hypothetically. If I could give you a pill right now that would take away that 
that feeling that you have where you can't do it, would you get rid of that? I bet you most guys would say yes, meaning they don't want to be that way. They just are. So if you are a person who is that way, don't give up. Fight the good fight. See what it's like. Put yourself out there. Meet more women. Talk to more women. If you've been on a date with the girl and you're getting to date four, five, six, go out. Cold approach. Get swiping. Yes, fix your profile so it can be better. Stop settling with women just because you've had a few couple of good dates. There is no guarantee it's going to get to date 8, 9, 10. You think it will, or you want it to. But that's where it gets dangerous. So, put yourself out there as much as you can. Don't wait. I should make a PSA. Call it, don't wait to date. You know? If you're ready, if ready, if you're ready, then you should be putting it all. It's almost like, um, well, I want to say it's like uh, hiring somebody or, fi- or, or 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 getting a job. You know, it's like if you're on interview number three in some jobs, they have multiple interviews. Are you? not looking for other jobs, you probably should be. Even for me, hiring people for trip advice. I've learned it the hard way. Doing it one at a time is not good because you might interview somebody a couple times, test it out, then it doesn't work. If anything, it's better to hire a couple people for the same project and also be doing multiple hiring and interview rounds so that you can see, well, who's going to be the best fit for this position. Now, of course, I know there's exceptions here. You can't do that for every position. But in the way my business works, there's a lot of positions that are available that you might just hire someone and hire someone else at the exact same time and see who does the best job. Why do I do that? Because I want to be efficient. Because I want to save time. So, in the places that I can do that, where it would make sense, I do that. And then back to dating, that's a place where it does make sense to do that. So as long as you're not getting caught in the trap of looking for the very best person, you have your non-negotiables intact, then you will be more successful at finding the best woman for you. Help is here. Trip Advice Coaching Program has spots available. We can help you get to that point. We can help you meet multiple women, attract multiple women, get multiple dates with women. Even if you think that you're not attractive or you think you're not good enough for a great woman, we will fix that mindset right up. So come on over, have a conversation with us, tripadvicecoaching.com. That is the place to go to get help. I'd like to answer a question or two people have written in. If you want to write in and get your question answered, email me trip at tripadvice.com and we'll answer it here on the podcast. I've been just a little behind the past month or so. And so I want to 
get cracking on some of these and try to answer a few at the end of every episode. The last question was coincidentally one that I answered that was very similar to what I'm saying here today. I was talking about how a guy should be dating more than one woman at once. He asked, well, there's this woman who I went on four dates with, but she's going away for the summer. Should I keep in touch with her? What should I do? And I said, listen, you can keep in touch with her a little bit, but you'd be foolish to wait around for her to come back, to know that she's going to be be back and be ready for you and ready to date you just like she was before she left. So you need to be dating more women at once. Okay, let's answer a question here. This one is from Ivan. Hey, Trip, got a question here for you. I'm 26 years old, living in my parents' basement, but within the next five years, I want to have my own place. I want to be able to bring girls back to my place, but I'm not sure it's my current living situation. If my current living situation is ideal for a woman that I want to hook up with, do you have any suggestions? Should I try and see if I can go back to her place or maybe a hotel? Let me know what you think, Ivan. Well, here's the thing, man. Um, I've done the hotel thing. There was times when I lived in places where I thought, oof, I don't want to bring a girl back here. And I did the hotel thing and it works. But that's not a very sustainable way about going going about things. I mean, unless you're very, very wealthy, which you're probably not because you're living in your parents' basement. So, um, you know, going back to a hotel, that's like a once in a while kind of thing. So I wouldn't do that, but I'm a little concerned that it's going to take you five years to have your own place. I mean, you know, there's an intermediate step here. You can get a roommate. I mean, I, I've i gotten all kinds of roommates over the years, friends, non-friends, Craigslist roommates before. I don't even know. There's probably an app out there now. If there is, you should look that up. I don't know why it would be within the next five years. I get it. It's not always easy, depending on where you live, to get your own place. But you should be really working towards that, like faster. And you're 26. And 26 is definitely more common, I've heard, where you're still living at home. But you're really getting there, man. You know, that's like the edge of it. I get that sometimes you go to college and it's hard to get a job and it takes a while. So maybe you're doing 23, 24. I don't know. My brother lived at home for a long time because he had like five years of schooling to go through because he got his doctorate in psychology. So I get how that might make sense. But, you know, if you really got creative and try to figure out something, I'm sure you could be getting into a roommate situation at the worst. So just want to bring that up. It's something for you to think about here. But I understand that you're not in that situation yet. You want to bring girls back. So can I tell you the truth here, man? Funny enough, if you just wanted to hook up and have casual relationships, well, let me say, especially if you wanted casual relationships, because if you wanted to bring a girl back and, you know, you wanted her to be your girlfriend, it would, it would diminish attraction. It's not going to kill attraction. Let me be very clear. It's not going to kill attraction if you live at home. You know, if you're 26, even if you're like 30, 
It wouldn't kill attraction. Maybe for some women. But you'd be surprised. If you get a girl hooked enough, and I've had this situation with clients, myself included, you get a girl hooked enough, she'll look past that stuff. Now, don't let that be an excuse. That does not mean you should be better at seduction and not work on trying to have your own place and have the best situation possible for you, okay? But you would be surprised that you can bring a woman back and she'll be interested in hooking up. It can happen. So your question is, what are my suggestions? Bring her back to your place. You are asking this question from a scarce mindset. You know, it would be interesting if you said, hey man, I've been trying to bring girls back to my place. It's happened 10 times now and every girl won't come back because I live with my parents. And then you'd be asking a new question, most likely. But you haven't asked that, did you? No. So that means that you probably haven't even tried. I mean, at all. Because your question was, should I try and see if I can go back to her place? You haven't tried yet. So no, I wouldn't because I find it more like you're trying to cover something up. Like you feel bad about your situation. And we never want to do that, guys. Over here at Trip Advice, we're teaching you own your situation all the time. Meaning, if you start to look like something is bad or something is off or wrong... If you start to do that, she's going to think that way. So if you laugh it off and you're like, yeah, I still live at home. I got some funny roommates. They're a little bit on the older side. Yeah, they're my parents. You know, but they're awesome. I'm I'm going to be getting a place soon, working on it. Even that, I just kind of came off that, came up with that off the cuff. I don't even love that because that even sounds like it's a problem. You just own it. Yeah, this is where I live. I'm at home right now. Like it's not even an issue. Like you don't even care. Anyway, place is great. Let's go back. Let's go hang. I want to show you something really cool. See what happens. Because I bet if she likes you enough, maybe you're on date two, three, four, and she is, I mean, listen, she must like you a little bit because she's agreeing to going on more dates with you. She might be cool with it. You know, there was a period of time many years ago where I lived at home for a couple years and I was in my 20s. And I had women that would come back and not give a crap. Would I go back to their place? Sometimes if it made sense, but I didn't want to bring it up unless they did. You know, if they said like, oh, we're by my place or come up or come over. Okay, fine. Then that's fine. Otherwise, you look guilty. Hey, can we go back to your place? Yeah, my place is, uh, you know, my parents are up or I don't know. It's, you know, it's like you can easily dictate the way someone feels about something based on how you feel about something. It's called the, the law of state transfer. The vibes and energy that you give off in a conversation and how you're feeling. We are humans. We are homo sapiens. We are mammals. We are really aware and empathetic. So we understand how someone's feeling and we can take on that energy very fast. 
So if you're feeling awkward or weird, it's awkward and weird. If you're feeling like it's comfortable and confident, then it's comfortable and confident and totally cool. Hope that helps, Ivan. I know that it can be tricky. Most importantly, you need to be figuring out a living situation. If you can't live alone, live with roommates for now. I think that's going to help with your self-esteem too. Our self-esteem doesn't really get to where it needs to be if we're living at home with our parents after 22. Even if it's a reasonable uh, reason, it still doesn't help. So get to that point as fast as you can. That will help. If you guys have any questions, email in trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. We'll answer it here in the podcast. For now, have a great rest of your week or weekend, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.